Okay, Tzorayim Tov, we continue in the Sefer Bayam Darkecha. We are on page Kuf Mem Aleph. We are finishing Kabbalah Shabbos, and we're up to section Ches that gets into Boi B'Shalom, the last paragraph of L'Chad Dodi. So the Tzadik tells us that when we turn our facing back to the back of the shul and we say Boi V'Shalom, we should sing with great joy to receive the queen, which is the holy shechina of Shabbos. And then a person should focus to mamish feel how the light of Hashem is revealing in the world. As we say in the Tehillim of Kabbalah Shabbos, then the trees of the forest, they sing out. The whole creation is elevated and is illuminated with the divine light, and the earth shines Hashem's glory, and consequently, these are all words of the Tehillim, and we'll rejoice and have, uh, we'll sing and have joy in you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that is a simcha, and this uh, extending the song in Boi V'Shalom, and if you really merit, you can reach a place where your soul is really just pining before Hashem. It's just expiring before Hashem. And after that clear feeling, we say, Boi Chala. The Chala should come. First we say, Boi V'Shalom. During that whole part of Boi V'Shalom, we should be so excited. And then finally we say, Boi Chala, come, O Chala. And what you have to have now in mind, and this is important, now you have in mind to actually receive the extra light of the Kedusha Shabbos that applies to the lowest level of soul, which is the Nefesh. And we know that the lowest level of soul has the power of Amuna and accepting the yoke of heaven. And therefore the person should merit at this point to receive the yoke of heaven from a desire to want to, from excitement, and not because you have to. And knows, wow, I want the I want the light. I want that extra amount from Hashem. I want to accept the yoke of Hashem. Because now you have so much feelings of the revelation of the light of Hashem and creation. You're so filled with Amuna. And when you're filled with Amuna, you want to do the will of Hashem by understanding that that's the only way it's going to be good. Because there is nothing else but Hashem, and everything is only his light. And certainly it's worthwhile to do what Hashem says and not to move from it. And you should expand on this and to as much as possible and to feel that extra soul, to feel the a, a renewed accepting of the yoke from realizing and feeling the, the, uh, the revelation of the Shekhinah. And that's why, you know, we could start singing and dancing. It's a good time to sing and dance. You're really excited. We're accepting the yoke of Hashem with a tremendous joy. All right. Fine. And then we say, Mizmor Shira Liom HaShabbos. Because now the Kedush of Shabbos, Mamish, is coming in. The light of Atzilus, the light of the unity of Hashem is Mamish filling in all the worlds. And therefore, your soul is filled with song and praise of Hashem. Mizmor, sheerly, O my Shabbos. 
and everything is illuminating this perfect goodness when the when the when Hashem's light is being revealed in every aspect of creation. Okay. Now let's share with you in footnote Kuf Chav Dalid some words of the Arizal. The Arizal says you should have in mind with the first letters of Mizmor Shir Liyom Hashabbos. The first letter of Mizmor is Mem. The second word Shir starts with a Shin. Le Yom starts with a Lamed. Hashabbos starts with a Hey. Jumble the letters. It spells Limosha. For Moshe. Why? Because Moshe was the one who made great efforts and great alacrity on every year of Shabbos to bring up the sparks of the souls that are in the depths of Klipos and can't emerge from them. Or even the souls of ourselves where we don't have enough worthy deeds and we're not worthy to elevate in the secret of the extra light of Shabbos. And Moshe comes down, as it were, together with thousands of other tzaddikim that are in Elam Haba, each one according to their level. And they come down to all the souls below here, those that are not alive and those that are alive, all those who can't go up by themselves. And therefore, that's what we should be feeling and understanding that Moshe is going to bring us up. I don't know if I can, but Moshe can help me with this. And there are those as well, footnote Kuvhei says, those have the custom to say at this time, Shir Hashirim, the beloved love song of Hashem, because now you want to get into the realm of the unity that will happen uh, in, in the future. And you want to get there now as a preparation for all of what Shabbos brings. Now, some of the custom to say this before Shabbos, but you could understand how maybe after you were Makabal Shabbos and before you're going to have Marev to start saying Shir Hashir, which should be a beautiful idea to include that into your Avodah of Shabbos, some say before. Now, just to give you a little understanding of Mizmor Shir Lioma Shabbos, there's a very famous question that is asked. If you read the entire psalm of Mizmor Shir Lioma Shabbos, there isn't one word of Shabbos in it. You know, Mizmer Shili Omer Shabbos is, is just the introduction, but the it starts, you know, Tov Lahodos Lashem. It's good to praise Hashem. Lahagi Baboga Chestecha Vamunoscha Balelos to relate your Chesed in the morning and your faithfulness at night. What's going on over here? And the pus, and the main idea, if you look at it carefully, and Moshe, by the way, was the one who authored this and nine other psalms. And when did he author it? He authored it as something for the Jews to learn when they weren't working on Shabbos in Egypt. So what is the real message? If you look carefully, the message says that the fool will not understand. But what we see is that the evil prosper. And this is a world which is very hard to understand. But then at the end he says, but at the end the evil will prosper so that their fall is great. And the tzaddikim will thrive at the end. So what, what is that idea? That is the idea of Yichud Hashem. That although maybe in your present life things seem to not be going so well, 
The ultimate Yichud Hashem is to see that how all the evil in the world really is coming from an amazingly good place. And this is what Moshe was trying to tell the Jewish people. Don't give up hope. We're in Yitzrayim for so many years. And the evil seems to prosper and the tzaddikim seem to suffer. And he's saying, don't worry. It's all part of God's plan. Hashem has not let the light out yet. But when the light comes out, then you're going to see everything so clearly. And this is what we go through the six days of the week where things don't always make so much sense. But on Shabbos, the light comes out. And that's what Shabbos is. Shabbos shows us the true realities. And that's why we say, and that is the actual, the actual Kabbalah Shabbos, is when we say Mizmer Shirliyoma Shabbos, because now the light is actually coming in, coming in full throttle. As we, in Boichala, we already got the Tosefes, the extra light into our lower level of Nefesh. And now we begin Mizmer Shirliyom HaShabbos to bring all that in. And that ends the section of Kabbalah Shabbos, which leads us a few pages later on page Kuf Mem Ches to the next section, and that is dealing with, the next section is called Leil Shabbos, the night of Shabbos. And there's a number of chapters, and the first one is called Tfilas Arvis, the Marv prayer. You have to remember, we still have to daven Marv. Now, what makes this Mariv prayer, the Friday night Mariv prayer, uniquely different from all the other six Mariv prayers that you say during the week? What is omitted from the Mariv prayer? Well, every other night of the week, when you start Mariv, you say, and, and he, the one who is merciful, should atone our sins. And not destroy us. That's how we start Marav in a weekday. But rather here we start with the words Borchu. Why is that? So the Tzaddik says, because the reason is because the light of Shabbos is already shining in. And all the judgments and all the klipos have been distanced and have been separated from the Shechina. And therefore there's no mention of sin just blessing. And therefore we say, Borchu es Hashem, Yudhei and Vavhei, Hamavorach, blessed the God, the essential God, who is blessed. So, let's take a look in footnote Kuf Chafav. You could skip the Aramaic part, and on the left side gives you the Hebrew part, and I will just translate it. The Zohar tells us the following. He says, when the Shabbos enters, it unifies and separates from the other side. And all the judgments leave it. And all we're left is the unity of the holy light. And it gets crowned with many crowns for the King Hashem. And all powers of anger and judgment, they all run away. And there's no other power in all the worlds. They all leave. And the face, so to speak, of Hashem illuminates with a tremendous light and it crowns below the holy people. And all the Jewish people are crowned with new souls. And therefore at the beginning of the prayer, 
we bless with simcha, with illuminated faces, and we say, Hashem Dafka, the Yud Hey Vav Hey, which is the name of kindness, Dafka, to open up the, the channels of blessing. And therefore, he says, it's prohibited for the people to open up with a pusik of judgment and say, because they've been all separated to the other side. And all judgments are, are taken away on Shabbos. So we don't have to ask for mercy. Usually nighttime during the week is a very dangerous time. The forces of evil are very powerful, especially at night. So therefore, what are we saying? We're saying it's, it's Friday night. We don't have to worry about sin. It's all gone. That's what the Zohar says. And therefore, the Zohar continues... And it, we, when we say Baruch Hashem the Zohar says we should say it with great simcha, with great joy. And the Zohar explains when we're starting this new, when we say this Baruch Hashem Amvorach, okay, with great desire, a desirous heart, with great joy. And we start with a bracha that continues afterwards. And we are asking Hashem that this Shabbos should be already blessed, already on Erev Shabbos from HaKadosh Baruch who has his fitting brachas for that. And therefore, when we begin to say the bracha, which is the very next bracha, Baruch HaTashem, which we'll get to in a moment. Okay. But when they begin to bless, that noise, that voice breaks through all the firmaments, and they become sanctified with the wholeness of Ereshav. As fortunate are this people that you can make such brachas and sanctify from below so that everything becomes holy above. We are so fortunate in this world and be fortunate in the world to come. This is all what the borch, it should be such a happy borch that it's not for We're not worried about the sins that can exist. Okay. And as well, this section that we mentioned before from the Zohar, the first one, in Hasidish places, that's where they say this tefillah kigavna, which really basically discusses this idea to arouse our hearts. So, okay, we have to think about it. We, we do Bamem Adlikim. We have to seriously think about kigavna, although we're in Ashkenazhu, we're not Hasidish. We have to, have to decide if we're going to make changes. Uh, half Svardi. Okay. Anyway, something to think about. We move now to the second point in Perak Aleph. Is the, okay, so we already have the extra lower level of Neshama. The lowest level of the soul, Neshama. That has come in with Bowie Chalaf, where we are bringing in the bride. Okay. So, I mean, there's also no electronics and computers and phones there, so what does that mean? That's why you know, the, the powers of evil are much less. Yes, powers of evil are much less. Very good. Okay, so now when we say Baruch Hashem HaMivorach, now we should have Kavana. They want to receive the next layer of added soul of Ruach Yisera, the second lowest level. As the Tsar explains this idea, and he says, we don't make this bracha until the Jews are crowned with the holy souls. 
So we want to get this extra level of Ruach. And we already explained what's the Ruach. It's the power of everybody to feel that which has been concealed inside of us. And this extra level of Ruach is we go to high places that we feel the light of Hashem because it's getting less revealed and therefore the Ruach illuminates on a higher level and now you feel love Fear, dvekas, very strong, very emotionally connected. Okay, and that connects to the world of Bria, as we've said, where all the Midos elevate themselves in a much more uh, qualitative way. And a person should be thinking when you're saying, Baruch, I recognize the reality of Hashem, I accept upon myself the light of Hashem so that I will be a greater lover, a greater fear, a greater one who cleaves to Hashem, with all my heart, I seek only you and I serve you with, with levels, as we'll talk in a minute, of, of, of netzach and stubbornness and thankfulness and connection, which we'll discuss this all in a moment. Okay. And think more and more and more and, and feel how the whole world is filled with the light of Hashem and the Shekhinah is revealed to everything in the world. And the Jew stands and is happy and he cleaves with a great love to Hashem. And now that level of Ruach illuminates so powerfully where you can recognize the unity of God and therefore all your Midos, the, the low, as we'll say in a minute, with the Spheros, they elevate to a higher quality, much higher than they ever had. And it's something you have to feel and something you should hold on to. Okay, now we go to the third part. The brachos of the Kriyashma. Okay, so we've got one level we got at Bowie Kala, the level of Nefesh, Borchu, the level of Ruach, and now we begin the blessings of the Shema, which should be said with such sweetness, with such feelings of the pleasantness of Hashem that's spreading in the world. And even though this is the very brachos that you make on the weekday, identical to the weekday brachos, and even though really every day that should be filled with pleasure, so on Shabbos, there's a unique chain, a unique pleasantness that comes from the added Kedush of Shabbos. And then after the Shema, we come to the end, and the brach of we end off Instead of Shomer Amo Yisrael Ad, we say Ufros Aleinu Sukash Lomecha Baruch Ata Hashem Haporei Sukash Alom Aleinu Val Kol Yisrael Val Yerushalayim. Why are we changing this ending of this bracha and Shabbos that Hashem should spread over us a sukkah of peace? And says the tzaddik that there's a great secret over here because now what's happening is the third level of soul at this point, the neshama Yisera, that third level of neshama of thought enters us at this point as the Zohar tells us that when the Jews make the bracha and we're inviting the sukkah of peace the uh, the uh, the guests of the holiness and we say the one who spreads a sukkah of peace then the higher Kedusha descends and spreads its wings over the Jewish people and covers up like a mother covers her children, a bird, a mother bird covers her children. And all the evil types leave the world and we sit mamish under the Kedusha of Hashem. And at that point, that 
shelter of peace gives the new neshamas to the children. Why? Because we are sitting under its wings. And therefore, if the wings are under us, it, it brings the new souls to the people. That's what the Zohar says. And that's what the Arizal says. Same idea. We should be feeling we're receiving that extra level of neshama. So what do we see? That the neshama and the person now has the power to excite the person, bring yearning to the person, to really get very involved in the avodah of Hashem, get very close from thinking about the revelation of Hashem in the Bria and the greatness of His unity and how all the creatures live from that and yearn for that. And in footnote Kufchavtes, he adds, and this excitement is really a, a perfected excitement. There's no yeshus, there's no feeling of something and not feeling of I want to achieve and I want to be somebody but rather, it's what we call, we know, the bitol hayesh, the self-nullification, which is a pure yearning to get close to Hashem, and that comes from a recognition from what the mind really understands, the unity of Hashem, and from delight and joy it comes, but not from a feeling of something, and I've accomplished a lot, because, of course, it's shavas vayinafesh, we have to rest. Okay. All right. Let us, and therefore you have to have mamish this kavana that uh, you're on fire with the total bitl hayesh. Now we come to the Amida. Section Hay is called Hatfila. And the overall idea of Tfila, in general, every time we daven, every time we daven, the whole idea is to have our recognition in our grasp increase in understanding the true unity of Hashem and to bring that recognition into our lives, into actuality. That's really what Davin is about. So I have to refresh myself and remember myself. It's all Hashem. And when I finish Davin, go forth with that. That happens in every tefillah according to its level. But especially now with the tefillah that we're bringing in the Shabbos where every Jewish heart's on fire and is illuminated from this great true feeling, the reality of Hashem. That we say in the middle of the Midah, we shall rejoice in your kingdom. The heart should be filled with so much simcha. There's no greater simcha than the ascent of the Shekhinah and its revelation into the world. Next section in Vav. How many times do we say Vayichulu on Friday night, guys? Three times. Three times. Very good. You both got it. Excellent. We say it three times. One in the middle of the Amida. One right after the Amida. We all say it together. And one's the third time at Kiddush. And at each time, the Holy Shekhinah receives more light and more revelation. Higher and higher. And we recognize more and more and more. And in footnote Kuflamid, this is called the Kabbalas of the Mochin, receiving the brains. It's interesting, the word Vayichulu, that's paragraph of Vayichulu, has 35 words. When 35 is Gamach of Lev, which is heart, which is 32. And the three uh, 
pathways of Chachma, Bina, and Das. So let's see what are, what's happening at each Vayichulu, what you'll be thinking at each Vayichulu. Now we already have the, the understanding of an exalted nefesh, ruach, and neshama. And we already have described those feelings that come from that. Kabbalah's oil, excitement, love, beetle. But now we got to get even more specific. More specific. The first Vayichulu, which is in the prayer, and we're going to go backwards. We know there's the ten, there's the nine spheros until Malchus. So let's go backwards now. The last three are Netzach, Hod, and Yesod. And we should be thinking about that with the first Vayichulu, where we see greater understanding of the conduct of Hashem in action. We appreciate His reality and His unity and the influence that flows upon us. And that's the first stage. Because now we already have all three aspects within us. So now in the tefillah when we say Vayichulu, so we talk about the mitos that really show real action, which is Netzach, Hod, and Yesod. Netzach is what? Victory, stubbornness in Avodah Hashem. Hod is the thankfulness and the recognition of the truth. And Yesod is the connection to Hashem. With all the Midos get stronger and they're able to receive greater understanding and, and a Jew feels that since Hashem created everything and he rested on the seventh day and that is so true. So now I bring it to myself and I accept upon myself to live with this truth with stubbornness, praise and connection. I will stubbornly hold on to what I'm trying to have I'll praise Hashem and know it's not me and I will connect to Hashem. The more a person realizes the true reality of Hashem and that unity in the world, from that the person strengthens these mitos in action and he decides I'm going to strengthen myself in Avodah Hashem to live a life of Abuna. Even though I haven't clear, I've not totally acquired it, but it's clear to me that's what I should be doing. That's the first Vayichu. The second Vayichul, as we say, is congregation after the Amida, uh, you get higher light. And I want to illuminate the three above that, which is Chesed Gvurtiveris. Kindness, control, and glory. That now it's been revealed in Hashem's activities with the light now, how much He loves us, how much He's merciful for us, how much he's, He supports us, and, and, that, and that encourages us to recognize Hashem's love for us, and therefore we love more. And Hashem is so careful with us. He's watching out for us, and that will bring us our yira. And then he'll bring out the, the feelings of total connection, that Kodesh Baruch Hu. We want to go higher and higher, where the light gets deeper and deeper. And we're not forcing ourselves to go in the path of the truth, but we feel it. And finally comes the third Vayichul during Kiddush where now we go to the highest levels of our brains of Chachma Binavadas. You see, every time we're going up three levels. We're going from the Nefesh, which is the lowest three, and then we go up to the Ruach, which is the next three, and then we're going up to the brain, which is the highest three. So what does that mean? Because in the beginning, when we said the Yechul in the middle of Davning, yes, we acquired the recognition, but only in an external way. 
and we accept upon ourselves to act with those mitas of action and we decide to bring in ourselves a greater recognition, but it's still all Kabbalah's all, still through acceptance. And then we go higher and higher and we, if we're influenced, the mitos of feeling, which is chesed v'retiferes, but it's still from without a deep recognition. And that's what we call chitzonius of pnimis, the external of the internal. But now we're at Kiddush. After we've already gone two levels, we now are able to receive the light with a clear recognition in our minds. So it's so clear to us so much that there's no possibility to think otherwise. And that's called pnimis of pnimis, the inner of the inner. And that's the third say, step. And that's a complete step. So these are the three steps to review. The first Vayichulu, we have Kavana to let the light, the infinite light, come into us of Hashem who created everything and we believe in the unity. And with that power, we can bring ourselves to that Avoda and, and therefore we could force our natures to live with this Amuna because it's true. And therefore we'll be stubborn and we will be, uh, 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 we'll admit to what the reality is and we'll try to connect. The second Vayichulu, we have in mind now that the light is coming even deeper with more strength. We recognize Hashem creates everything. There's no other reality. He gives us through love. And therefore we should feel and live with that moon and feel a connection with love and fear and dveikus. And the third Vayichulu is where it becomes totally perfected. Where there's mamish nothing but Hashem. And it becomes so strong through our moon and our brains as that's just a natural understanding. You don't, you, know, you don't force yourself to go with what's mamish nature. And that makes it so strong. And all the coverings of Teva are gone. Okay, that is the ideas we should have over here. And tomorrow we will uh, get into an, an overall understanding of what all the tefillahs of Shabbos are. Because you have to understand that every prayer, even during the week, we elevate ourselves to the world of Atsilus. Even on a Monday, prayer takes us to the world of Atsilus. And that's when you elevate from the low world, you connect to Hashem. And that's a time that the main revelation during the week happens with us. But on Shabbos, you know what the whole Shabbos is? The whole Shabbos is like one long tefillah where the revelation of the light of Hashem is the whole Shabbos, not just during davening. And it's all the world of Atzilus. And therefore, when we're davening on Shabbos, it's the double whammy. It's Atzilus, Atzilus. You got a revelation of a relation during the tefillah. It's almost unbelievable. And then we'll explain tomorrow. Well, we can explain it now. I got another minute. <laughs> why don't we make personal requests on Shabbos? And why is there only seven blessings? And not 18. And the answer is, because the main light of Shabbos reveals the unity of Hashem. And we understand that the whole world, everything, is just a revelation of Hashem. So how could we make any requests for physical things in this world? Because when Hashem brings the light, the true light to a person, understands Hashem totally, he understands clearly, I can't be missing anything. And I'm living in a high world, a complete world. And only with a weekday look are there things that are missing. Therefore, we have to ask more. But on Shabbos, something's missing. So what is there to ask for?
You'll have to stop it over here. There's still one more point. But we will explain that a little bit more tomorrow. So, Rabbi, we ask or we don't ask on Shabbat? 